COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Massachusetts heartland of america you can find me anywhere you find podcasts such as itunes castbox stitcher tune in radio or iheart radio and other platforms like it you can find me on the twitters at ic sativa pod on instagram at underscore i am cannabis sativa and on facebook um at uh i am cannabis sativa all the uh links are in most of the show notes um all right so as you guys know Maryland is going to be a state that's like like Missouri, and yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if North Dakota's one is on it. I think they are, um, but I definitely know that that Maryland and Missouri will be voting for it for sure. Um, 
sadly, just like their medical program, people are not allowed to grow their own with this recreational commercialization measure. Um, I expect this to be very friendly to the multi-state or, um, or, or organizations or operators. I expect it to be very, very friendly to them and highly, highly favor the people that are already in the medical game. But this can still be beneficial because with the times we're in now, um, people will not, no longer necessarily have to be on medical marijuana registries in Maryland should this pass because they can, they can get their cannabis on other markets and it's legal to possess for all people over the age of 21. Um, so that's going to be a positive. Cleaning and expunging records is going to be a positive. But let's let's read this article. Um, it's pretty short now. Give my other thoughts after. Yes on fourth. This is from the Washington Post. Ballot campaign launches to push legalize marijuana in Maryland by Karina Elwood in September eighth, twenty twenty two. An industry-backed campaign to legalize recreational marijuana in Maryland launched Thursday, urging voters to pick yes on four. The November ballot question about legalizing pot possession, yes, legalizing pot possession and purchasing it, no homebrew. Legalizing pot possession for adults 21 and older. If this measure passes, Marylanders who are at least 21 will be able to purchase or legally possess up to one and a half ounces of cannabis and grow to Oh really? You so so they will people will have home grow. Oh man! All right, when something new. So I, I do get it wrong, folks. So they'll be able to legally possess up to one and a half ounces and grow two marijuana plants out of public view. It's still measly, but it's better than nothing. Beginning July first, twenty twenty three, under the legislation approved by the state lawmakers earlier this year. The sale of marijuana remains a crime. Oh, so all right, I'm learning a lot, a lot of new things about this measure. So, so you're going to be able to possess it and grow your own, but um, no sales. This is still a, a pretty decent outcome. The the fact that there's going to be homegrown is going to ensure there's a great amount of leverage because you already have homegrown Virginia and, and DC. So whatever these MSOs are going to want to try to set up, even though, you know, their state, even though Maryland is still ran by the MSOs, it's not really going to have as much effect as they think. Because if people can grow their own two plants and people start bartering with their friends and neighbors, people can vote with their feet and, and they don't have to give these MSOs $50 for an aid or 40 for an aid. Then go to their friend in Virginia. Then go to their connect in D.C. Or they can just grow their own. Let's, let's continue. The campaign, which began with a website and a video urging voters to support legalization, relies on funding from Truly. Uh-oh. According to election finance filings dated August 30th, the company, an industry giant with dispensaries in eight states, including three medical locations in Maryland, is listed as giving $50,000 to the cause. The other, the only other donor, Blended Public Affairs gave 100. 
If voters support the measure, Maryland will become the 20th state to legalize the adult use of the substance. In the region, D.C. legalized use in 2014 and Virginia did so in 2021. See, this is leverage. So the, the DMV area is going to be a legalization zone. D.C.'s, I mean, um, dispensaries in, in D.C. and Virginia are not going to be able to charge 30 through 50 and 8. If you're having to compete with Maryland now, or you're having to compete with within three, three regions, you can grow your own. The MSO is being able to price gouge the the the, the medical citizens. That's it's there's going to be more pressure for that to end now. Again, even if this is not the ideal version where you can grow, you know about. I believe we can grow about. I think we can grow about like twelve plants per household in Massachusetts for four adult households. If my memory serves me correct, all right. Legalizing cannabis would stimulate Maryland's economy and create tens of thousands of good-paying jobs, while allowing Maryland residents to benefit from final investments in education, public health, and public safety funded by cannabis taxes. The initiative chairman, cannabis advocate, and former Ravens player Eugene Monroe said in a statement, I believe it was on Athletes for Care. Um, I, I wasn't direct, I wasn't on, like he... I don't believe he was on the panel that I, I saw when I was at, at, a, at many cannabis conferences, but I, like the, the athletes that were there did know him. So um, they're a good or, organization, athletes for, for care. So I, I would check that out. Um, let's continue. Maryland joins a growing number of states that have committed to use any legalization push to address the disparate effects of the war of drugs. Although white and black people use marijuana at similar rates, Black people have been arrested 3.64 times at the rate of white people nationally for having marijuana, according to the American Civil Union Review of Charges between 2010 and 2018. According to the ACLU study, Maryland was home to three of the top 10 counties with the highest rates of marijuana possession in the country. The Yes on 4 campaign argues that cannabis convictions have lasting effects that can make it more difficult to find employment, education, and housing. I don't see anything said about allowing for lounges um, or like New York State does and allowing cannabis to use anywhere tobacco can be used. Because if you don't have provisions like that, you're still going to see disparities because, you know, poor residents are less likely to own property and they're less likely to have places where they can, they, they can smoke. Oh, well, you can't do it in your car. That's a DUI. Oh, you can't do it in public. See, that's that's how they keep the money train on the board. That's how they keep it going, even even if it's legal. According to the ACLU study, Maryland was oh yeah, I already read that. Go on the next page. Passing question four will put an end to the failed criminalization of cannabis, create a well-regulated legal marijuana market, center around equity and open up new doors for local entrepreneurs and small business owners, Monroe said in the statement. During the 2022 legislative, state legislative session, Republicans said Democrats were using the ballot measure as political maneuver to draw voters into the polls. And, and what, what do the conservatives do? They're playing off the culture war and they're, and they're, and they're creating moral panics. They do the same thing too, stop the cap. 
All right. During during the 2022 state legislative session, Republicans said Democrats were using the ballot measure as a political maneuver to draw voters to the poll in November as they try to reclaim the governor's mansion for the first time in eight years. The state in 2017 launched its medical marijuana program, which has generated more than $348 million in retail sales so far in 2022. But Maryland legislators also received criticism for the rollout of the program, which initially awarded no licenses to Black business owners. Shortcomings in the medical program equity sparked debate during this year's legislative session, with some lawmakers and activists arguing the, that the framework wouldn't be enough to address the long-standing disparities of marijuana law enforcement. Under the bill passed by the General Assembly, if the referendum passes, the state will conduct a study of the impact of marijuana on public health and a disparity study looking at a business market and what might be needed to help women and minority-owned businesses enter the industry. It will also allow people who are arrested for marijuana possession to have their records expunged, yes, and others serving time for civil possession could get their sentences reconsidered. The law would also create a cannabis business assistance fund, cannabis public health, cannabis public health fund to study, among other things, mitigating youth use and pay for public health campaigns, and a community reinvestment and repair fund requiring at least 30% of the revenue from adult use cannabis to go to these communities. Election day is November 8th and polls open for early voting October 27th. In addition to the legalization question, voters will answer four other constitutional amendment questions. Marylanders will also select the next governor and vote on a host of other congressional, state, and local offices. All right, people. All right, Maryland medical marijuana patients, stock up right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what I told my Missouri listeners, stock up now. When, when your state gives recreational and you are a medical patient and some of those stores are converting to dual-use stores that serve both adult use and medical, they're gonna switch some of the, the medical strains that you know and love over to the adult use side and make you pay a 20 or whatever percent tax on it. So the, or, or, or those strains that you were used to getting at a, at a discounted price, they're gonna be gone. They're gonna be sold to the casual cannabis users that just, they just smoke to, to have fun at a, at a concert. Or they're gonna, or again, I mean, you, like I always say, a lot of people have the same medical marijuana needs, but buy in the recreational market. I'm not talking about those, I'm talking about the college student that wants to, that wants to impress the, the girl, the frat party or whatever. You're going to be bum-rushed by, by, by those. You're going to be bum-rushed by cannotaurus. So it's really a good idea to stock up because when when retail sales began in Massachusetts, the, the dispensary I would normally go to was way more full, even though they reserved spaces for the medical patients. Um, the selection was way less. And what selection was there and what little sales there were, were gone because they were trying to pander to the adult use users. So I would recommend you stock up. And my last recommendation, keep an eye on your local officials. What The new trick back now is banning dispensaries before the vote even happens. You ready? Or, or they'll do it if when it passes, like the very next day, your city council, especially if they're prohibitionists, if your mayor's a prohibitionist, if you're alderman, alderwoman, whatever, if they hate the plant, 
they'll 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 ban zoning within your your area, or they'll put moratoriums and delay zoning recreational stores. Or heck, I mean, I I don't know if towns would be able to nix that um, ability to grow your own, but I would definitely be able to look out for it. But yes, um, stock up and keep an eye on your local law local lawmakers and your city council and your mayors because they can they can ban zoning of adult use stores. So I don't want to keep this episode too long. Peace out, ciao, and stay medicated, my friends. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.